you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with uh, every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode are actually newcomers to pharmacy informatics. So uh, by now, you may have heard of the term meaningful use used several times here and there. For those who actually work in the informatics field, we know what this means all too well. But for those of you who don't know yet, we'll be spending some time today going over what meaningful use is. So what is meaningful use? This was a program that was implemented back in 2009 by the High Tech Act, which is the Health Information Technology for Economic Clinical Health Act. So sometimes it's kind of funny how uh, forced some of these acronyms are, but you know, that's another story. Uh, the point of this was to encourage providers to show, quote-unquote, meaningful use of a certified electronic health record. The act assists in promoting widespread adoptions of EHRs with the goal of ultimately creating an infrastructure that improves quality, safety, and efficiency of patient care. So what does high-tech do? So for meaningful use, this act provides incentives for adoption of certified EHRs that are attested to have been used in a meaningful way. So we're talking about like monetary incentives. And uh, the act also provides protections to identifiable health information beyond covered entities and business associates. So it's basically reaffirming the HIPAA rules. So as with every law or every, you know, act, who actually governs this? Uh, the government has an office actually established called the Office of the National Coordinator for Health Information Technology, or the ONC for short. In addition, the DHHS uh, is also one of the governing bodies. They establish programs to improve healthcare quality, safety, and efficiency through the promotion of health IT. Also, the FDA has a work group called the FDA SIA that works on proposing strategy and recommendations on framework for health IT. They issue these recommendations to the ONC, the FDA, and the FCC. So I mentioned earlier about incentives. So with incentives, there's also penalties. So basically for incentives, there are Medicare payment incentives that can be up to 44,000 to 63,000. And the amount of the incentive payments would depend on the stage and the timeline. So basically, if a health system or provider implements an EHR by a certain date, they qualify for an incentive payment. And if don't meet that um, date and they don't implement it by a certain time, then the penalty would be they won't even get any reimbursement. So a little bit more about meaningful use and health outcomes policy priorities. So meaningful use rests on what they call the five pillars of health outcomes policies. And they are, the first one is improving quality, safety, efficiency, and reducing health disparities. The second one is engaging the patient and families in their health. The third one is improving care coordination. The fourth one is improving population and public health. And the fifth one is ensuring adequate privacy and security protection for personal health information. Now, I, earlier I talked about stages of meaningful use. So it's divided into three stages, but what are the stages? So for stage one, the focus is actually storing coded and structured information in the system. So this is where it's like capturing health information in standardized format. Uh, and then you can use it to track key clinical conditions and uh, communicating for care coordination processes and using it to engage patient and families in their care. Uh, the next stage is interoperability, is stage two. And in interoperability, this is like structured information exchange for promotion of coordinated care. So in here, stage two has more rigorous HIE 
Um, it's uh, also increased requirements for e-prescribing and lab results and transmission of patient care summaries across settings are needed. And there's also more patient control data. And stage three is mostly about improving outcomes and analyzing data available to the physician. In stage three, you got things like decision support for national high priority conditions, patient access to self-management tools, access to comprehensive patient data through patient-centered HIE, and, you know, overall improving population health. So in each of these stages, what kind of like informatics or technology considerations are there? In stage one, you got to think about standard syntax and languages that are needed, and also about migrating to an electronic health record from a paper system. In stage two, there are multiple things to consider. So there's software and hardware interfacing and dependencies, um, HL7, you know, standard interfacing language for medication cabinets. There's also script, which is a e-prescribed language and barcode and medication administration, smart pumps, etc. And finally, in stage three, this is where you have advanced clinical decision support, where it's like algorithms that assist in clinical decisions based on cross-platform data analytics. So remember, meaningful use is not just results, but results that are meaningful to the system. All right, if you like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or you can send us an email at PharmacyITME at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account at TonyDowPharmD and visit our website PharmacyITME.com for any podcast updates or occasional blog posts. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.